And hello again. In our earlier segment, we got a taste of just one of the films being presented at this year's St. Louis Filmmakers Showcase. We'll get a more complete idea of what's going on now, going on now that is, with Chris Clark, Artistic Director of Cinema St. Louis. Chris, good to have you with us. Good afternoon. Good to be here. Getting excited? Yes, very. Uh, yeah. Give us some sense of what's going on, the variety that uh, you're uh, having this year in the festival. Um, it's, a, as always, a wide range of uh, subjects and filmmakers and, and people from all walks of life. Uh, the age range this year is, is quite stout. Uh, the youngest is a plucky 12-year-old girl who wrote and directed and starred in her own short film, uh, up to a first-time 84-year-old filmmaker, a uh, former U-City resident who lives in Arizona now, is so very excited and is flying in to commune with his friends and family to, to watch his film. One of, the requir- one of the requirements, of course, is you've got to have a St. Louis connection, right? Yes, that is the <clears throat> very core purpose of this event is to celebrate the vast and deep uh, pool of St. Louis filmmakers and some very, very good ones at that. Well, you've got short subjects and you've got feature films and you've got documentaries. I mean, you're, you're really all over the place. Do you encourage any one type over another? No. Uh, we have an open submission process, which starts in the uh, Late January and goes through May 31st every year. Um, as always, most of the submissions come in the last two weeks, but that's, sure. <laughs> I'm prepared for that. But uh, it's, you know, whatever comes in. Uh, what we look for is just the most compelling, interesting, unique stories told in the best way. Do you have a, a group that sits down and evaluates what uh, stays in and what does not? Uh, this is a uh, fiefdom. It is a party of one, <laughs> and uh, the, the party is me for, uh, for this particular uh, yeah. event, yes. You've got the power. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't want to use that word, but yes. <laughs> yeah. what, what are you particularly excited about this year? Um, you know, one of the crown jewels of the city itself is the Muni Theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a wonderful institution. There's a documentary made by our good friends at uh, HEC, uh, Kathy Bratkowski, who I think you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called The Best of Us, 100 Years of Muni Magic, and it's a, just a wonderful, you know, illustration of the you know how it got there and why it's important and just you know a beautiful wonderful story about uh, something that's very important to us to the other end of the scale um, a non-st louis filmmaker made a film about uh, a murder in st charles in the early 80s and mm-hmm. the aftermath of the man in prison and the survivors of the family so those very polar opposites of, of storytelling so the filmmaker doesn't have to be a st louisan but the content if not the content then should uh, the <clears throat> fleur de lis has to, you know, be proudly not displayed, but you know, St. Louis is the is the star. What are some of the other documentary subjects beyond the the sound that we just talked about and about the uh, murder that you just mentioned? Um, well, you talked to um, Justin earlier uh, mm-hmm. about uh, Gateway Sound, and there's a couple other more. Let me kind of flip through this real fast. Uh, <laughs> there's so much going on, I, I forget what's happening oh, sometimes. Sure. How um, many do you have? How many uh, films? There's do you 107 have? films total, um, nine of which are feature length films, and the rest, oh, it's the math, uh, 97 or 98 are, uh, are short subjects. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an interesting uh, sort of a featurette. It counts as a feature. It's only 42 minutes long. It's called Daniel Lord S.J., The Restless Flame. Um, it's about a Jesuit priest named Daniel Lord who you know, lived and worked a couple streets over mm-hmm. uh, at St. Louis University, who over time wrote hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pamphlets, you know, they used to give out, um, wrote a number of lavish plays, and was also the co-author of the MPAA Movie Writing Code. Mm-hmm. So cool. just a, what a fascinating career, um, you know, despite his day job, if you will, yeah. as a Jesuit priest. Sure. And what about some of the features? 
There's one feature that has just such a fascinating backstory. It's a family musical called A Song for Sarah. And it was originally shot on film, and that's part of the tale, in 2003. They got a call from the film lab. They had lost 60% of the reels. Oh, wow. And in those days, they were shooting on film. There was no chips. There was no digital anything. There was no camcorders. There was no backup of any kind. So to remount, you know, with you know, a large cast and musical numbers and lots of people and actors and people in time, there's no way to recreate. Can you imagine something no, like no. that? So they, you know, br- brushed off their shoulders and went on with their life in the rearview mirror until they got a phone call in 2011. The new owners of the film of the film lab called and say, hey, we found a box. Guess what's in the box? The rest of your film. So wow. they huh. took then had to you know put their heads back around it and get some money back together and get the team back together and digitize it and then spent a long time kind of tinkering seven more years to get to the finished product which is delightful cheerful little film the uh, lead actress who was 12 or 13 or 14 at the time is now almost 30 you know 15 years later and working as an actress in LA but you know now is its time are any of the films that you're showing and featuring actual Film, or the, is, is everything digitized? Film. I, I read about yeah. that in history books. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, um, everything. Uh, we rarely, if ever, show anything on film these days in any of our events. Mm-hmm. Um, usually it's an archival presentation of some special older mm-hmm. film that we'll show in, you know, during the International Festival in the fall, right. but not during this event, no. Everything's a – you can't see any of it. It's all in the air somewhere. I got a call the other day from uh, one of our mutual friends, I'm sure, Allison Mace. Oh, yes. Who, who uh, wanted to alert me to the fact that she's involved somehow in a film that is a, that is a feature film, as I take it. Yeah, you, know, you know, Allison being involved in something like this. So, you know, all roads connect to each other in St. Louis. Yeah, she is the producer uh, of another feature film, uh, a narrative feature film called Parallel Chords. And its backstory is that originally the um, f- young female filmmaker, Kathleen Dudley Rose, um, has had films in our, this very event, uh-huh. the showcase many times over time. Uh, in 2015, she had a short subject called Parallel Chords that did very well and won some awards and won awards in other festivals. Well, she decided that it was bigger than that container mm-hmm. and wanted to make a feature. So she did crowdfunding and, and you know worked the streets and, and worked everything as hard as she could and got a crew back together and did it. Uh-huh. Made it from a, a you know 10 to 15-minute short into a 100-minute feature. And uh, it is shown in other cities and other festivals already, but this is its, will be its local premiere. Yeah, so Allison you, is a producer. Yeah, and better known perhaps uh, as the, the gal who runs uh, Sauce Magazine. Sure. That's, her, that's sure. her, her first baby. Everybody's lots of hyphenates. As a, exactly. But the, I saw the trailer for that one, and uh, it looks like uh, quite an interesting uh, project and mm-hmm. film. And mm-hmm. film. And you're going to end all of this with uh, an awards ceremony. Is as our custom. Uh, we will do um, awards, uh, two tiers of awards. Uh, we have a group of jurists um, all about the land, uh, filmmakers and film critics and, and people of interest who are uh, jurying all the films. And we're meeting on Monday in our uh, sanctuary down the street in our headquarters. And uh, at the party, we'll reveal the, the jury members will give sort of Academy Award type categories, best film, best editing, best cinematography, that type of thing for you know the narrative and documentary categories. And then the staff of Cinema St. Louis will announce a short list of films that will graduate 
um, to be included in the St. Louis International Film Festival in November. Mm-hmm. In the past, have many of these films gone on beyond uh, some of these local uh, local festivals? Sure, um, <clears throat> lots of lots of things find places. You know, shorts aren't as you, you don't really know the names as much, but they'll wind up all over uh, different you know YouTube and, and mm-hmm. Funny or Die or things like that. But features certainly, uh, there have been a number of features we've shown in this event. One a number of years ago called Ghost Image, um, you know, was sold to Showtime and, and points all over the world. Mm-hmm. Our, our opening night film in the festival last fall was a film called Bad Grandmas. That's on Showtime currently. Yeah. Uh-huh. So things do make it. Yeah. Things do make it. Well, great. Anything you want to add before we say goodbye? Um, this is not just for the filmmakers and their friends and family and grandmas and stuff like that. It's for everybody. And I think people will be truly impressed to see the deep quality of the local filmmaking community. And there's lots of entertainment. And all being shown at the same venue. At Brown Hall and Washington University's campus, yes. We'll we'll put a list and a link to your site on ours so people can uh, see that schedule, which, as you say, is formidable with uh, more than 100 uh, films. Thank you so much. Chris Clark, great to see you. Thank you so much for being with us. He is the Artistic Director of Cinema St. Louis. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.